Good morning. Well, we should be in morning, but it's afternoon now. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. Today's episode is one that I have been trying to figure out for three weeks now because there's a very delicate line to walk in what we're about to discuss. And there's a very fine line of how to go about it, especially for me as somebody who's not part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, But I think that it is incredibly important for all of us to talk about and understand even more than we already do. And today, I am thrilled that we get to feature a poem by a fantastic artist. Today, we have Story the Animist reading a poem that was written um, in Neil Hilborn's writing circle and has honestly already made waves in its own way. And I'm super excited to see the way new waves will be made. And I'm very excited for all the listening and sharing and conversation that will come from this episode. However, today's episode is one that I recommend listening with caution. And I encourage you, as always, to take care of yourself because that is the most important thing we can do, especially in times like these. Today's episode was accidentally um, planned for today. Today is also the anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, um, which I think is interesting to know as we move forward. Today's episode also has a slightly different structure than usual. I'm going to let Story take it away and read her poem. We're going to talk about it for a brief moment and listen to the poem again, because this is one of those ones that it takes multiple listens or multiple reads before you can really fully grasp it. And this is a poem that I think we should all grasp. We should all learn from. And even if we can't necessarily relate, um, there's so much importance to this poem. Alrighty, that being said, here's story. Content warning for homophobia, internal and external, mentions of religious abuse, the AIDS epidemic, and general fight for civil rights. 
There are too many queer kids complaining about leather daddies at Pride and too few leather daddies at Pride. There are too many feather boas and sequined corsets and too few leather harnesses and ball gags. There are too many miniskirts and stilettos and too few studded cod pieces and gimp masks. There are too many woke teens refusing to be a part of your kink and too few who remember that's what our enemies have always said and are still saying. There are too many drag racers bowing to the queen and too few queens who ever learned who their mama Martha was. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many corporate rainbows and too few history books. There are too many queer kids complaining about the elder queers and too few wondering why there aren't that many. There are too few six foot by three foot quilted panels and too few square feet on the national lawn. There are too many names scrawled in Sharpie and too few headstones. There are too many headstones and too few who have the real names. There are too many crosses etched into granite and too few God-fearing Christians wondering if this wasn't their fault. There are too many hashtag pride posts and too few allies who have stopped eating at Chick-fil-A. There are too many people celebrating in the streets and too few people still marching. There are too many parents fighting for their children's right to body autonomy and too few laws protecting them. There are too many queer kids entering high school and too few surviving through their senior year. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. The storm isn't over yet. Okay, so now that you've heard that, I would like to say that Story is probably one of the most authentically inspiring people I've come across at all in my life. And that is saying a lot because I think that all people fall into one of two categories. They are either inspiring or they are pieces of shit. And I think, honestly, that's just the way the world is. And I wish that more of us would do something to change it. And I think this poem, shared by story, Too Many Rainbows, is... A reminder that we can change our future, we can change the status of the world, we can change so much if only we understand how the fuck we got here and why we got here. I also think that today's episode is incredibly important because even though we have made so many strides in terms of equality and in terms of acceptance and, um, no, acceptance is, is the best word I have. There's still a lot of progress that can be made. There's still a lot of work to be done. And just because something is popular or is a trend doesn't mean that we all understand how we got here or what made it possible for this trend to exist and flourish. And we do need to take time to understand the roots and the people who actually made it to where we are and and to give us the opportunities that we have. 
Alrighty, I'm going to let you guys listen to this poem one more time, and then I have two what are considered classic poems about pride um, and various aspects that I'm excited to share with you guys. And then the end of the episode, I get to read you one more of Story's poems. This is a poem that she wrote, but I'm reading, and I am super excited to share it with you. Although, I will be honest, I wish I didn't have to share any of these poems with you. I wish the world were a better place. But that being said, there's always room to grow. Content warning for homophobia, internal and external, mentions of religious abuse, the AIDS epidemic, and general fight for civil rights. There are too many queer kids complaining about leather daddies at Pride and too few leather daddies at Pride. There are too many feather boas and sequined corsets and too few leather harnesses and ball gags. There are too many miniskirts and stilettos and too few studded cod pieces and gimp masks. There are too many woke teens refusing to be a part of your kink and too few who remember that's what our enemies have always said and are still saying. There are too many drag racers bowing to the queen and too few queens who ever learned who their mama Martha was. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many corporate rainbows and too few history books. There are too many queer kids complaining about the elder queers and too few wondering why there aren't that many. There are too few six foot by three foot quilted panels and too few square feet on the national lawn. There are too many names scrawled in Sharpie and too few headstones. There are too many headstones and too few who have their real names. There are too many crosses etched into granite and too few God-fearing Christians wondering if this wasn't their fault. There are too many hashtag pride posts and too few allies who have stopped eating at Chick-fil-A. There are too many people celebrating in the streets and too few people still marching. There are too many parents fighting for their children's right to body autonomy and too few laws protecting them. There are too many queer kids entering high school and too few surviving through their senior year. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. There are too many rainbows and too few bricks. The storm isn't over yet. Alrighty. So I hope that you took all the time and all the heart and all of the importance listening to that poem and letting it really seep into your bones and into whatever else you're going to do with this day, this week, and the life you have because understanding is a part of making change. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. I want you to be able to make your own opinions. I want you to be able to have your own conversations. And I think Story really did say everything that needed to be said. Up next, I have two classic poems. The first is Movement Song by Audre Lorde. I have studied the tight curls on the back of your neck moving away from me, beyond anger or failure, your face in the evening schools of longing through mornings of wish and ripen. We were always saying goodbye in the blood, in the bone, over coffee, before dashing for elevators, going in opposite directions without goodbyes. 
Do not remember me as a bridge, nor a roof, as the maker of legends, nor as a trapdoor to that world where black and white clericals hang on the edge of beauty in five o'clock elevators, twitching their shoulders to avoid other flesh. And now there is someone to speak for them, moving away from me into tomorrow's morning of wish and ripen. Your goodbye is a promise of lightning in the last angel's hand unwelcome and warning the sands have run out against us. We were rewarded by journeys away from each other into desire, into mornings alone where the excuse, endurance, mingle, conceiving decision. Do not remember me as disaster, nor as the keeper of secrets. I am a fellow rider in the cattle cars, watching you move slowly out of my bed, saying we cannot waste time, only ourselves. This next poem is considered a classic, even though it wasn't written all that long ago. It was written right after the Pulse nightclub shooting, and it is aptly titled A Poem for Pulse by Jameson Fitzpatrick. Last night, I went to a gay bar with a man I love a little. After dinner, we had a drink. We sat in the far back of the big backyard and he asked, what will we do when this place closes? I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, I said, though the crowd was slow for a Saturday. And he said, yes, but one day, where will we go? He walked me the half block home and kissed me goodnight on my stoop properly, not too quick, close enough our stomachs pressed together in a second sort of kiss. I live next to a bar that's not a gay bar. We just call those bars, I guess. Because it is popular and because I live on a busy street, there are always people who aren't queer people on the sidewalk on weekend nights. Just people, I guess. They were there last night. As I kissed this man, I was aware of them watching and of myself wondering whether or not they were just. But I didn't let myself feel scared. I kissed him exactly as I wanted to, as I would have without an audience, because I decided many years ago to refuse this fear as an act of resistance. I left the idea of hate out on the stoop and went inside to sleep, early and drunk and happy. While I slept, a man went into a gay club with two guns and killed 49 people. Today, in an interview, his father said he had been disturbed recently by the sight of two men kissing. What a strange power to be cursed with, for the proof of men's desire to move men to violence. What's a single kiss? I've had kisses no one has ever known about. So many kisses without consequence. But there is a place you can't outrun whoever you are. There will be a time when it might be a bullet suddenly, the sound of it, many one man, two guns, 50 dead, two men kissing last night. I can't get away from imagining it. Them, the people there to dance and laugh and drink who didn't believe they'd die who couldn't have. How else can you have a good time? How else can you live? 
There must have been two men kissing for the first time last night, and for the last, and two women too, and two people who were neither. Brown people, which cannot be a coincidence in this country, which is a racist country, which is a gun country. Today, I'm thinking of the Bernie Boston photograph, Flower Power, of the Vietnam protester placing carnations in the rifles of the National Guard and wishing for a gesture as queer and simple. The protester in the photograph was gay, you know. He went by hibiscus and died of AIDS, and I am also thinking about today because the government's response to AIDS was a hate crime. Now we have a president who names us the big and imperfectly lettered us, and here we are, getting kissed on stoops, getting married, some of us, some of us getting killed. We must love one another whether or not we die. Love can't block a bullet, but neither can it be shot down. And love is, for the most part, what makes us, in Orlando and in Brooklyn and in Cabal. We will be everywhere, always. There's nowhere else for us or you to go. Anywhere you run in this world, love will be there to greet you. Around any corner, there might be two men kissing. I think that both of these poems do a beautiful job of sharing perspective with us and sharing perspective that I don't think a lot of us think about. Also, I am devastated to say it, but this second poem leads in to a reminder that unfortunately we are a racist country. We are a gun country. That line was so potent even today. And unfortunately that also leads me into our final poem of the day, which was also written by Story. And I am super excited to share it with you, but I will let you know, I wish I didn't have to share these poems with you guys. I wish the world were the kind of place where we didn't have to fear being ourselves or have to fear uplifting the voices of those around us or embracing an aspect of community that could otherwise see us divided. And I'm not saying we all have to be the same person. We can be varied in our culture and our voices and our beliefs, and that's beautiful. But there's a right way to embrace that, and there is most definitely the wrong, hateful aspect of that. Which this poem, the poem for Pulse, did a beautiful job of sharing. We're going to pause here for today's sponsors, and then I'll be back with Story's second poem, and we'll close out. Hi, my name is Margaret. And I'm Tiara. And we have a little shop called The Little Safi Shop. You can find us both on Instagram, Etsy, and TikTok. And please continue to follow the Learn to Fly um, podcast by Sincerely Blue Jay. It's nothing but fun, laughter, and nonsense. Hi, I'm Ian Quiet. You should follow me on Patreon, Spotify, and YouTube because I'm making music, music videos, poetry, and more. Thank you. Fun fact, I listen to Learning to Fly because it keeps me connected to the creative community of contemporary writers. 
Also check out my band, Quiet Etc. If you're a fan of chiptune, 8-bit pop, nerdcore, indie rock, and more. Alrighty. And the last poem of the day, I don't know if it has a title or not, but the caption story gave aside it is Do Better America. And this is in conversation with the Roe versus Wade um, decision that happened on Friday. And again, I wish I didn't have to share poems with this like you guys, but since it is necessary, I'm very glad that we have voices like stories. I'm very glad that there is an abundance of perspective and rage and inspiration. And I hope that we do the right thing with those feelings and we create the change that we deserve. This is Story's poem. She is beautiful. Maybe not as sleek as some, but compact and beautifully crafted, thick-bodied and full of explosions waiting to happen, with a hair trigger, an output of the highest caliber. She's always ready for action, even if she doesn't always have the smoothest action. Barrel-chested beauty she will echo and repeat echo and repeat, knock off, knock you off your feet and leave you deafened and defeated in the dust. She is my daughter. She is four years old and she has less rights than a gun. I do hope that as you go about your day, you will consider sharing this episode with people who are in your life. I hope that you will consider joining in the conversation. I hope that you will continue to share your stories um, and your perspectives and your moments. Um, I hope that you will go and support Story. There are some amazing little sculpture friends you can purchase. There's a link tree that will be linked in today's episode description. And there are more poems and more art and so much more for you to go and discover. I also hope Story will join me as a guest and we will have um, real-time conversation for you guys in the near-ish future. I thank you so very much for tuning into today's episode. Um, I don't think I said this at the beginning, but I meant to. I met Story through Neil Kilborn's Writing Circle and there is another season of that, Accepting Signups. It will begin here in the next week or two. So if you want to join these amazing writers like P and Story and Nayar, I hope that you will sign up and I hope we'll see you there. And even if you don't choose to sign up, I hope you will consider continue to consider supporting these fantastic souls and beautiful artists. I hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast.